Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast. This episode is also on YouTube if you want to check it out, the video version so you can see the glamorous Miss Judith Gatton on video. <laughs> so I have with us today. Judith Gatton, because we are going to be talking about travel style, and she is the master of all things style. So this is going to be a fun episode. I've been working with Judith since the spring when I had a photo shoot that I needed to do for the business, and I needed some help with um, kind of what is my style. Um, and so she's been great at helping me kind of rediscover what I like and what I want my style to be at, in line with the goals that I have for myself. So, um, and I highly recommend, she's going to tell you more about it, but her um, style masterclass, which I'm going through, and she, I believe, has a new offering coming, which she may or may not be able to tell us about. So Judith, I'm going to pass it to you and let you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Judith Gatton. I'm a master certified coach and a personal stylist. So all together we say master style coach. And I have a really funny memory of Lynn and I in the bathroom in this like giant mansion Airbnb, right? It's like this glamorous mansion Airbnb. And we're in this bathroom with this teeny tiny travel size steamer burning the crap out of ourselves, steaming yes. her clothes in the Florida heat, by the way, it was humid and in Florida. And it was just like such a fun memory because the pictures turn out so beautiful. She looks amazing. You have to go check it out, but there's always a backstory and behind the scenes to everything. Right. So, but even that felt glamorous to me, like I'm steaming clothes for my photo shoot. How exciting, you know, <laughs> but we were at a business uh, retreat and yeah, in this lovely big house in Orlando. And, and so we were doing a photo shoot in this lovely big house while we had yes. access to it. Um, so tell us before we roll too much further, like what a master coach is, because my audience may not know what that means. Ah, okay. So um, I life coach is someone who helps you with your goals and someone who is a master certified life coach has gone through a certification process to become a life coach and then taken on much more rigorous curriculum, all these, <laughs> there's a lot of different requirements. So it's kind of like getting a master's degree, so to speak. Like you have your bachelor's level in whatever degree you earned, and then you have some sort of master's degree by delving deeper into your area of study. Um, I'm a lawyer by training actually. <laughs> so I have a bachelor of arts, actually a minor in fashion design, and then I have a Juris doctorate. So master certification is kind of like that upper level of being a life coach. So you are a life coach for style. Yeah. So I, that work? yeah, so that's such a good question. Um, and I love these questions because I don't often get them. So <laughs> people just assume we all know what that means and we roll, but I'm, you're right. There's probably folks out there who have no idea what that is. And they're like, that's some made up stuff. Folks, it is totally made up. All our professions are kind of <laughs> made up. So the cool thing is I was helping 
women. Like I love to encourage. I love to mentor. It was actually a big role as a managing partner at my firm. And I also have this background in fashion. So the cool thing as an entrepreneur is you get to marry your favorite things and create new ideas out of them. So I took my love of mentoring women and encouraging them, my love of style and created a business where I get to coach high achieving women, help them become more confident, help them command more presence when they're in meetings, make more money. And I teach them about style and style sort of the conduit to help up-level their confidence, up-level how they show up in the world, how they feel about themselves. And that reflects outwardly. So I, I like to think it was like style is the conduit to the heart and mind. It's a little like quick jet set pack to figuring out how you feel about yourself, how you think about yourself, how you show up in the world. And then we use style tools to teach bigger concepts. And how, how is it you define style? Yeah. So my definition of style is your thoughts and your feelings about yourself outwardly reflected. So you have a thought, you feel a particular way, and then you decide how you're going to dress based upon how you're thinking and feeling about yourself. Now, some of you listening, probably looking down right now and thinking, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> some of you might be like, I don't really think about it much. And that also might explain a lot, right? If we're not on our own minds and we're probably not taking very good care of ourselves and that might be reflected in how we're showing up in the world. Well, I like that definition of style because it's not like what's in the fashion magazines right now, right? That's what I always thought style was. Um, but it's more about what do you, what feels good to you and what feels right on you. And that's different for every human being. It's, and it's the funny thing is, so I think fashion is more like the crazy circus parade that's going by and style is personal. So style is like you and your brain sitting at a cafe, having some drinks, getting a warm and snuggly coffee inside where it's safe, discussing what you like, what you love. And then fashion is the parade going outside. There's fringe, there's cowboys, there's, you know, elephants, there's all kinds of stuff happening. <laughs> And the cool thing is like, we can go hang out and watch the circus. Maybe we can even decide, Hey, I'd like to try a little fringe. I'd like a cowboy or two. We'll leave that there. Like we get to go play in the circus, but then we always get to come home to the cafe and figure out what we would like and how we want to show up. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm creating a workshop in the fall and I'm going through probably have read let's just say conservatively, 20 fall fashion trend reports from all the big magazines, the big news outlets, the big, you know, websites, not one of them is the same. Isn't that crazy? It's so fun because <laughs> the just we all make this crap up, right? So, I mean, Vogue and Elle and Mary Claire all had a similar theme that they recognized on the runway, but they all called it something different. Like one of them was like, everyone is equestrian. And the other one was like, horse girl. And I was just like, how did, <laughs> what is happening, right? So like, that's kind of a different vibe. Everyone is equestrian to horse girl. It's just says different yeah. things, right? So it goes to show like there is no one central thing that we can all agree on as style. Now we have these fashionable trends list, but even they can't agree on it. So what's a girl to do, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just someone deciding something. So yeah, exactly. This is, random, <laughs> you know, this is what's going to be this year. Whatever. Yeah. We're going to put these two words together, like horse girl, and you get to decide what that means. <laughs> All right. So this is a travel podcast. So we better tie this back to travel. Um, yes. 
But so let's talk about like travel style. Cause that when you start to travel a lot, like as my people do, I mean, we're going to, my family's probably going to hit seven free trips, free flights this year. Um, and my folks are doing that too, but you know, you have to figure out what destination you're want to go to, but Hey, you need to start getting some clothing that you can take with you each time, you know, that's functional, comfortable, but looks good. So I just thought we would start there and see if you have some recommendations for many, because I help women who are like, sometimes a lot of my clients are speakers, so they're on speaking Mm -hmm. circuits. So they have to dress for those kinds of environments. And then I have some who are just like, love to vacation. My doctor clients love them. Some vacays and their conferences are always at beautiful (laughs) places. Right. So like this comes up a lot for my clients. So I think stylish travel can be such a fun topic, but let's go back to style, right? Style is your thoughts and your feelings about yourself outwardly reflected. So as we're traveling, as we're going to these different locations, you get to decide how you want to look and feel. And I think sometimes what happens for a lot of people I coach and that I help is they don't really put a thought into what they're wearing. They take all these pictures on vacation and then they like get back and they start to look at them and they're like, holy crap, is that what I look like? right. You got to remember you're taking pictures on vacation, right? Right. Like you, you, you want to like, you know, seal this memory for posterity. Uh And sometimes when we pass, like all our family has of us is the memories from these vacations and these outings and these things we did together. And you don't want to hide from the camera because you didn't bring the clothes you needed to show up the way you wanted to, or you're so uncomfortable because your thighs are horribly chafed because you didn't account for, you know, humidity or walking all day or whatever. Like we want to make sure we're really thoughtful and intentional about this. And there are some steps that we can take to make sure that's locked down. So we can then enjoy our pictures and, you know, actually enjoy the time while we're there and not be hyper-focused on, oh crap, I didn't bring what I needed. So what would you recommend as a process to go through and when should you do that? Yeah, I think (laughs) not the night before. And I have a shout out to my dear friend, Emily. We backpacked together through Europe and Emily and I have very different packing ways of packing. I'm like a week in advance, very thoughtful. I'm I'm the night before. (laughs) You're the night before. Emily's totally (laughs) night before. So if you're a night before crew, we love you. We just got to make sure your clothes are washed and ready to go. So you can pack the night before. So we just want to make sure we got laundry done. Our favorite items are (laughs) good to go. But like all jesting aside, I think the first step is we need to figure out really the weather of the location you're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot tell you how many times traveling from West coast to East coast, really not thinking about the cold on the East coast is fundamentally different than the cold on the West coast. And that may seem silly. You're like, yes. Okay. Check the weather, but seriously, think about it. If you're not used to humidity, you need to check out humidity levels. Like I visit my best friend in the middle East all the time. You think I live in a desert. I like, it's the same heat, right? We both live in the desert. It is a very different kind of heat. (laughs) Very, very different kind of heat. We have dry heat. They have very, very moist, very gross in my opinion, kind of wet heat. So like you want to check humidity. You want to check the weather. You want to check for like weird anomalies. I traveled to Nashville and it was weird. It's some weird weather. One minute was raining. 
then it was freezing cold, then it was warm and sunny, and then it was humid. And this happened in the space of like being there a week. It was crazy pants. So you want to kind of figure out like, what do locals say about the weather? What does it really feel like at this time? Because that's going to inform what we're going to bring. Because at its heart, we want three things to be always factored in. And this is whether you're traveling or not. We want your clothes to be physically comfortable on your body. Mm-hmm. And that's even more important. I think when you're traveling, just because you're might be in them for long periods of time, or you might be out walking in them. Especially with the airports being what they are. We have no idea how how long you're going to be in your airport gear. So we want to make sure physical comfort is the first thing. And then the second thing is we want to make sure we factored in what activities you actually will be doing. Right. And this is true of like your lifestyle activities as well. If you were just going to talk about your regular wardrobe. And then the third thing is then we can factor in more like personal style and preferences is like the third layer, but we want to make sure you have what you need on hand and it actually fits your body. So First, of course, we want to make sure we're not packing just the cute stuff that doesn't actually fit you. (laughs) I've packed a lot of things that I never wear. Yeah. Or like, be really honest with yourself. Like if I don't wear this at home ever and I avoid it, like I kind of like move around it in the closet, like don't bring that on vacation. Like chances are you're probably not going to wear it. Like we love you. We want you to be you. If you normally are, you know, jeans and a t-shirt kind of gal, like, and unless you really want to rock dresses on vacation, I want you to think about that. Would you really just prefer shorts and a t-shirt? Like really kind of think about like, how do I normally show up in the world? What am I most comfortable in? What actually physically fits my body? And then what activities am I going to be doing? If I'm going to be going on long hikes, maybe I don't need to pack 10 sundresses. really good, like, you know, compression leggings, really good hiking shoes, you know, stuff that I can wash and like can get sweaty or gross. Maybe I am glamping and I'm not really going to be doing a damn thing, but looking pretty in like a tent with like beautiful lights. (laughs) Like then I want to pack accordingly. So really just be super thoughtful and intentional. Here's what I will say though. And I have a lot of clients, they will go to Pinterest and they're like travel in Paris. (laughs) Paris outfits. I'm like, that's great. But do you want to wear a like black lacy dress as you're hiking through Paris and you don't normally walk very far? Like, what are we doing? Well, I heard Parisians wear high heels. Not true. Not true. (laughs) Like not all the time. Like most big cities, people wear really nice sneakers everywhere. So like, don't go to Pinterest to like inform Pinterest would be as like the last layer. We have clothes that fit. We have what we need for our activities. And then maybe we'll get some personal style ideas and things we want to try as like a third layer. Do not head there first. Some of you are like, I was looking up London in the fall outfits. Yeah. <laughs> Step away. Dreamy though. I love to say that when we went to Europe for the first time, my husband was just adamant that we were not going to look like American tourists. And so he made everyone upgrade their wardrobe a bit, like not super fancy, but you know, like we're not going to be wearing shorts and flip-flops around because we don't want to stand out as Americans and, or, you know, tourists and get, I don't know, you increased chances of being, you know, pickpocketed or whatever too. But, um, so anyway, we upgraded ourselves, which was nice. Like, you know, instead of wearing the regular old, (laughs) it is nice. And you can't, I mean, I lived in London and I remember I met my best friend, Emily, the one I just mentioned, 
we were coming down the stairs of our flat and she's in this bright red coat and I'm in this bright pink coat. And clearly we are American because if you've ever been to London, Londoners do not walk around in super bright red and bright pink coat. So we, she's like, you're American. It's like, you're American. And then that was it. We were friends. It was like from the coats. We had each other yeah. at the coats. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sometimes we stick out like sore thumbs. like our athletic shoes, I think are like, you can find us. Just look at our, just, just look at our chunky new balances. You could definitely spot us. However, like, so what? Really guys, so what? I mean, I'm Californian and I'm super Californian. Like I make direct eye contact with people. I smile at them. I talk to everybody. It doesn't matter what language I'm in. Doesn't matter if I really speak it that well. I'm like, hi. So you're, I don't want you to be too caught up and like, I don't want to look American. Well, guess what folks, you are American (laughs) and there are other ways people can tell just be comfortable. And yes, like it's fun to upgrade things because you want to, but I don't want you to put added pressure on yourself, especially if you've just spent money for a, you know, expensive vacation. And then now you're adding stress of like looking a particular way. Yes, for sure. And it is going to Europe is a major ordeal. So you don't want to add any other layers to that. But um, I will say it is fun. Like, you know, when you're traveling, I always like to feel like a local. So I guess there's an element of that, but I was so thrilled in New York city earlier this year, two people asked me something they would ask a local. I was like, Oh, do they think I'm a local New Yorker? (laughs) Super fun. And then just on your point about the weather, I have to say that all three places that we went this summer, we were cold which was crazy. Like this was such a hot summer all around the country. And we started in New York. They were having a cold snap. Like I totally needed a sweatshirt. And then we went to Colorado, which guess what? Up in the mountains, you know, one day it was in the (laughs) fifties, you know, and then the last place, your area of the world, Santa Barbara, also chilly at night, you know, like, cause it's like 70 in the day. The temperature drops here quite dramatically. Like I live on the edge of the desert, really like 30 miles from Palm Springs. And during the day it is 118 here, but that drop off when you've been in 118 degree weather to like the seventies at night will feel actually cold. Like you will feel a little crispy. So well, in other places, people are like 70 degrees is cold. Wow. But if you live, if you're not <laughs> used to this kind of weather, that kind of d- dramatic difference in temperature, yeah, that will actually feel quite cold. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, definitely plan ahead and check the weather, even if you think it should be warm where you're going. But we, we've also gotten burned in San Francisco too before, like, they're like, but it's June. It should be warm. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, the wind there is insane, but nobody, like, unless you talk to locals who are like, yeah. Hey, did you plan for the wind? Because the wind here is not like wind anymore. Yeah. yeah. And June is, can be cool. Right. And the June gloom or whatever in California. And that's how yes. it goes. Okay. Um, so I did have a member today who specifically just happened to ask a style question. So I thought I would ask you. Yay, but, okay. And, um, she, and see, guys, this shows you that as a member of Family Slifer, you can ask any question related to travel. It doesn't have to be about flying free or where to go or a credit card. You can ask about what clothes to bring. So anyway, she had just asked for any suggestions for websites or I guess, um, you know, stores, retailers that have travel items that don't wrinkle, but are comfortable and cute 
but still affordable. That's a lot of criteria, but comfortable, cute and affordable. Oh, okay. Just trying to fit everything into a carry on. Cause I've been talking about this year, that this year, because travel chaos and bags getting lost and canceled flights. So we've all been trying to fit everything into a carry on, which squishes everything up, I guess, you know? Yes, it totally does. And I actually did a whole podcast episode on packing while plus size or packing if you're a tall person and how sometimes people's actual larger physical items in their bag, like bring the big bag, just loves bring the big bag. Sometimes it's worth a risk because you're so uncomfortable in, you know, not having everything you need, but I won't get on that soapbox. So, um, yes, here's a few suggestions for you. So for my people who travel a lot, who have to go to, let's say, and I'm, I'm speaking specifically to women because this is who I most often coach, but there are a lot of brands that also cater to men in the same category. So if you travel, and this was a, a woman, so <laughs> yeah, yes. so, um, this was a woman in particular. So I love if you're traveling for like conferences, not necessarily just vacation, but like you want nicer clothes that is wrinkle free, that you don't have to dry clean. I would really recommend Madame LaFleur. So MM LaFleur, they have beautiful Jersey fabrics, um, lightweight wools, none of which require dry cleaning are machine washable and they don't wrinkle. It, it's oh, like this it. amazing Jersey fabric that they use in all their garments. So if we're looking for something a little more elevated, um, the price point I would say is about mid range. It's not necessarily high end price point, but you're not going to need to buy a ton of the clothes because you're gonna be able to mix and match and make a lot of outfits, sort of like a mini mighty wardrobe and kind of get bang for your buck. Now, let's say we want something more leisure wear, a little more comfortable. I actually really recommend Athleta. They're hmm. doing some really great um, cuts in their like <laughs> yoga pants that look like trousers, but feel amazing and like butter and they're size inclusive. Mm. So they have a really great Lovely. size range. Mm. Um, and they're not, again, they're not like outlandishly expensive. Now, if we wanted to go like a slightly higher price point, Lululemon, which also caters to men, they do great t-shirts that travel very, 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 very well. They do great, um, bottom halves, like little joggers that could substitute as a trouser. If you needed to go somewhere a little bit nicer, you would like change your shoe out, change your top out, but still be comfy. So athleisure brands might be worth considering and especially for your bottom layers, right? So for your trousers or just like a really great little jacket to carry around with you on the airplane, you know, if you're going to be going out or suddenly the temperature drops and then we can dress them up by pairing them with like carrying one really nice top. If you're going to go out that night or, you know, changing up to a nicer polo if we're a gentleman, like we can play with like a really nice athleisure bottom wear. Hmm. that we can dress up by changing out our shoes and changing out our top. But my first recommendation, if you have like more dressy look that you want to go for, and you said cute, so I'm not sure what you mean by that, but let's assume cute means a little more on the dressy side. And then LaFleur, if we're looking for something slightly a little more casual, but still feels buttery, soft and yummy, I would say Athleta or Lululemon would be my recommendations. And a brand that I like, like if you're going to be doing hiking is um, Kewl. I think that's how you say it, K-U- HL and they're a little bit pricier mid-range but um but they have great you know wicking cool non-wrinkling fabrics that are you know they have a lot of the 
like you can unzip the pant leg and turn it into shorts and those kinds of things that are very helpful for hiking, like in Colorado, if you're hot down below and then you're up top of the mountain and it's cool, all of a sudden you can kind of put layers back. So, um, yeah. And if you do do a lot of hiking, here's what I say, like, make sure you bring, um, you know, even just like a smaller bottle of some light, um, like sports detergent to soak your stuff. Cause it gets funky, especially the moisture wicking brands. If you're going to wear the same thing a lot, a lot, a lot, I would say like, if you have a little bit of time overnight, mm-hmm. let's soak some of that stuff in some sports detergent. So you're not taking home a bag of really yes, funky aromas. <laughs> or get, you know, a special laundry bag that you can place all those things in. And then maybe some lavender sachets that you can put in the rest of your bags. So not everything comes home smelling extra. Cause I have some, um, clients who are big on hiking or go on running, um, vacations and these are the chats we have. So <laughs> yeah. And, and if you're traveling with a family too, like I, I don't, I'm not always successful, but I love to find places that actually have access to a washer and dryer. Um, because suddenly when you have four people's funky clothes, <laughs> Yeah, it's so nice to be able to wash them before you return home. And then I always think I'm also helping my future self because then she doesn't have to do a giant pile of laundry when, when we get home on top of everything else, you know, to, to unpack and get back into the flow of things, but you can't always come across a washer and dryer. So yeah, you just, you just soak it in the sink with some detergent or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I have, when I backpacked, I carried a line with me that I could hook across different places to Mm. hang dry things. Um, I've also made interesting use of hangers and different things in really nice hotels. If you come in, you would see just stuff hanging all over the place, but like there's certain things that I want to make sure I have ready to go and on hand. So at night I'll, you know, hand wash some of my bras, which are very expensive, which I can't wash any other way. Like and make sure everything I need is there. Cause this is going to be my little house, my little home away from home so that I can look good, feel good the next day. And that little steamer that you mentioned at the beginning, like that actually is a handy little thing to bring with you too, because it just doesn't take up much space in a bag at all. And it can do wonders for getting out wrinkles in fabric. Um, yeah, and and it comes use... apart. The one I like the high, I think it's highlight high life. That thing comes apart in pieces. Like you can stick socks in different crannies and then the top here, the bottom there. <laughs> yeah. Make it work. <laughs> And I still have, I assume they still make this downy wrinkle releaser, which is a spray. And I take like a little travel spray and that works pretty good on like cottons or something like that. You just kind of spray it down and wet it and then stretch it out. And it does pretty good with wrinkles because I do not iron. There's no ironing going on over in my house. <laughs> um, so I look for non-wrinkleable things. So for sure. Um, okay. Let's circle back. Cause you talked a little bit about like mixing and matching, you know, like putting, swapping in a nicer shirt, you know, for evening wear kind of thing. So w- what are some tricks you have there that can help minimize the number of things that you need to bring with you? Yeah. So, I mean, it depends on your personality, but nor- most of the time, if we're going to really be packing what, you know, is referred to sometimes as a capsule wardrobe, what I call a mini mighty wardrobe. Yeah. What is that? Teach- yeah. So it's an, you know, having few items that you can make a lot of outfits out of. Okay. So it's like, for example, if we know we don't really get all that sweaty and we can wear the same jeans or bottoms over and over again, like depending on your own body, right. We're going to know what we need to swap out the most of, then let's only bring one pair of bottoms 
And if we sweat profusely through our armpits, maybe we're going to bring 10 tops. Like we're going to play with this, right? For some of you, you want a little bit more variety. So I would recommend like three bottoms, three tops. There are a crap ton of outfits you can make with that combination of things. So the idea is three and three, three and three, a three by three, you can get a lot of outfits out of that. A three by three. And even like you want to throw in a dress, we can get a lot of outfits out of that. So the key is you want a central light, like you want to organize around a theme. So for some of y'all organizing around theme means color. For some of you organizing around the theme means we have to organize around the activity that we're going to be doing the most of, but for most of my clients, they can wrap their arms around color most successfully. Okay. So if you like blue, make sure we have blues that we can swap out with each other. So this starts to make sense. What we wouldn't want is for you to have like all these like 20 different print types, none of which match, none of which have the same core colors. So none of these things go together. If we really want to pack in a carry-on and we want to make the most outfits out of what we're bringing with us, and we want to be able to make sure that if I keep this one shirt, how many bottoms can I pair this with? If I brought this one pair of pants, how many tops can I pair this with? Whatever item is coming with me, what other items that I'm bringing pair with this so that I at least have more than enough outfits that I could ever possibly need for this trip I'm going on without bringing a ton of stuff with me. Color is the easiest way to achieve that I often find. And if you do like print or pattern, we just want to make sure that the colors and the print or pattern you're bringing match the colors and the other prints or patterns that we're bringing. So again, everything's cohesive and everything kind of looks like it went together and was planned. All right. So as someone who's not great at matching, what's a good, easy way to figure out if something matches or not? So a lot of people get in their heads about this, <laughs> right? Because we were told, and if you're back in the day, people were like, get your colors done. And you can only wear this, like, screw all of that crap. Okay. Do you like the way it looks together? Okay. Right. Unless we have some folks, you know, who are colorblind and obviously you might want to tag a friend to be like, Hey, does this even make sense? Cause here's what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And you may be seeing something completely different. Right. So I do want to be sensitive to that, but for the most part, we're just getting in our own way by thinking like these rules about matching black and blue can be worn together. Black and Brown can be worn together. Like we can do whatever we want folks. So good. So I just want you to ask yourselves, like, do I like the way this looks together? Do I think it matches this blue is close to this blue. This probably would work together twice now. Okay. Now I've got two outfits, right? So think more along, like expansively, as opposed to any rules that you've been told in the past. Well, and what helped me here recently is like, I went to the site where I purchased the item and I looked at how they had it put together and they'd have recommendations for like how to wear this. And, and it gave me some ideas like, oh, like, huh, I wouldn't have thought to put that with this, but that looks good. You know, so it kind of helped um, also expand what I might've even come up with on my own. So, yeah, I think Nordstrom's really good about that. Talbot's is really good about that. Um, I want to say Ann Taylor's really good about that. LOQ, like a lot of brands now, if you just scroll to the bottom of the page, yeah. you have these, these <laughs> fake little outfit, you know, sets together. And that's not, I mean, unless you Thank really you. want Thanks to. Thanks to them for doing that. <laughs> it's so good, right? But like, that's, that's essentially what stylists do is we help you make sense of the things you have on hand, but you have little like cheater things you can get from the sites where you purchase your clothes. The other thing you can do is you can go to Pinterest again, 
This is only after we have things that actually fit us that make sense for the activities we're going to be doing. You can go to Pinterest and you could type in, let's say I bought new pair of white jeans and I didn't know what to do with them. I could say white jeans outfit. Okay. Right. White jeans, summer outfit, even be Mm -hmm. more specific and just see what Pinterest shows me. Yeah. There might be a lot that I'm like, oh my gosh, no. And they're like, oh, that's actually really cute. I do have sandals that look like that. Oh, I do have a really cute scarf. I think I could do something similar. Mm -hmm. It's always to inspire, not to Mm -hmm. bum you out. (laughs) Yes. Little caveats. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So are, do you have favorite items that you always take with you when, when you travel? Yes. I, I run really hot most of the time, except for when I suddenly am very, very, very cold and I'm not perimenopausal. So I love y'all who are in perimenopause. I don't know how you do it because <laughs> I'm experiencing like just layers, right? Right. I speak a lot. So I walk into very cold conference rooms. So I love to bring just a really good pashmina. They're so versatile. They act as a little pillow on the airplane. They help you cover your face if you just really want some darkness because it's too bright outside. They're a great extra layer. Um, They're really great. I mean, for me, I wear my hair in a turban sometimes. If I just want my hair out of my face, I'll wrap the pashmina around my head and get all my hair out of my face. Like, I think it's one of the most versatile things that you could have. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Now I have some very, very expensive ones that are silk and I have some really inexpensive ones that I got. I think in Dubai at like the souk, like it was not fancy. It was like a giant pack of them. And I bought them in 5 million different colors and like play with it. But I think it's super, and let me clarify a pashmina is just a really big scarf. Y'all just a real big scarf. <laughs> yeah, you know, another thing that I have that I've never figured out how to wear is, um, a sarong. Is that what that's called? Where you, it's like wrap it all up and like for the beach or something. Well, I mean, same principle though, right? Like, like that'd be very helpful if I could figure out how to, t- how to put it on. <laughs> be I versatile, think, you know? I think people like, we are like, you could wear it like this, you could wear it like this, or you could just tie it around your waist and call it a day and not drive yourself crazy. Okay. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Start there, friend. Start there. <laughs> <laughs> and I have like similar, I would say, I definitely like scarves. Like I think scarves are super helpful. Like um, or like, even if you're going to Europe and you're going in church or something, you need to cover your shoulders. Like you can just quickly put on a scarf or, you know, something like that. It's great for change in temperatures, but, um, I probably would have sold a million of these for this company if they still existed, but I got, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, this thing called a pocket pop it. And I just love it so much. And they went out of business, but it's like, it never wrinkles. It's just this black, um, you know, it's like a, sweater but looks way nicer and way more stylish it's you know polyester it's long and and it folds up into a little pocket when you're not wearing it and again it never wrinkles and so it's so easy to throw in your bag and I always have that I always have it with me it still looks as good as the day I bought it and so yeah suddenly the airplane is cold you can put that on or then suddenly you land it and it's hot you just take it off but um that's one of my favorites and another one of my favorites I don't know that this is stylish, but I love it is my UFOs flip-flops, which are like the most comfortable flip-flop that has ever been put on the planet. I think they're the most comfortable shoe in general ever put on the planet. But But here's the thing, like being comfortable is a great stepping stone to style because you, it's not stylish when you're walking around in feet that hurt and you're doing that crawl of shame. No, I can't do that. Like, so I just don't even try. 
Yeah. Like I can't, <laughs> back in the day, I used to run around Manhattan think like I had to wear heels. I would start the day in oh, heels and inevitably gosh. I'd end up in canal street with a street vendor buying a little $5 <laughs> slipper. So I could like, you know, crawl my way back home. Like, don't do that to yourself. You know, what's stylish clothes that fit you shoes that fit you. Yes. Yeah. And I have worn these all over the world, like name the place. My Upos flip-flops have walked there. So if we've been there, um, so, okay. One other question that came to mind, I thought would be fun to talk about is, you know, like you have a lot of imagery of like the glam of the 50s, Hollywood, 50s, 60s kind of style. Anyway, that just makes me think of like the golden age of flying. And, you know, when people used to get dressed up to fly and my mom was a Delta flight attendant in the seventies and, you know, she always, you know, looked very glamorous in her outfit or whatever, but I don't know. I just think, what do you think about the whole, that whole idea of dressing up for travel? No, so and like I, today I you dress roll up to the to airport travel. and people are in like pajamas, like no joke. <laughs> and I never judge that. Like you have no. to be comfortable. I actually dress up to go to the airport, but I'm also still comfortable because I think you can be comfortable and stylish. So I'm just very careful and deliberate about my choices. So for example, last time I traveled, I bought this really beautiful bomber jacket. It has this like black and white rose print, but it's still a bomber jacket. It's extremely comfortable, but it looks really stylish. It looks dressed up. So I wore it with this like really great black knit skirt, but the knit skirt feels like <laughs> this like yummy Jersey fabric that I could run across the airport in. I also wear little shorts underneath things, especially if I'm going to be walking a lot to save my thighs. Now they're not spanks. Um, they're not compressing my body. They're just to protect my thighs from rubbing together endlessly. Yeah. Or, you know, if it gets suddenly really hot, they moisture wick. <laughs> they're also cooling. Like I love the hell of these little things. So mm. I wear those under, mm -hmm. and I wear really great, really bright white Stuart Weitzman sneakers. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful shoes. I'm in a skirt. I'm dressed up, but also not right. So like yeah. that works for me. I've also gone to the airport in a great pair of jeans, a block heel, because I can walk for hours on a block heel. Each of you is different. You have to factor in your feet. Maybe yours is a beautiful ballerina flat or a pair of Rothy's that you can stick in the wash later and a trench coat. And I feel glamorous with my pink carry on. Cause yes, I'm that lady. I have the bright pink carry on and like, it's all fancy. All my shit <laughs> matches each other but I'm still fundamentally extremely comfortable. And if I needed to curl up in a seat at an airport for hours, I could. So like, what's the thought behind um, looking nice, even though you're comfortable while traveling? I do it for, for me. you. I get just you for enjoy me. It. Uh -huh. yeah, I get just for me. Like, it doesn't matter if other people are going to see me. I work from home primarily. You, like today I'm in a cute skirt. I'm in a cute little quick cashmere sweater. Like it's just me and my dog, <laughs> like, and you lovely people, but I get dressed for me. Mm -hmm. Just like if, when I go to the airport, I'm not trying to impress anyone. I still am getting dressed for me. So each, that's a beautiful thing about style being your thoughts and your feelings about yourself outwardly reflected. I love myself. I like to hop off a plane and go wander around. I don't want to have to be like, oh, I need yeah. to shower and then do my hair. No, I drop off my bag. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to spend time in the city that I've spent money to go hang out in, or I meet friends for dinner or drinks. And I don't want my friends to have to wait for me to go get ready. I'm, I'm ready for whatever we're doing. That's my personality. 
each of you is going to be different. Some of you go on vacation and you really need a nap and a snack. Then we got to make sure we get you the best loungy clothes ever. So you can have your nap and a snack. Some of you have kiddos. So you're, you're not technically off duty. You're still on duty. Well, how do we make sure that you have whatever you need that best supports that role that you're playing when you go on vacation, when you fly, when you travel? I love that. I think that was a great conclusion there to just remember that whether you're dressing for travel or for whatever reason that you were dressing for, you're doing it for yourself. Yep. Okay. Any last thoughts you wanted to share about travel? Um, hmm, let me see. What's one of my favorite things? Okay. Honestly, this has been a game changer for me is I purposefully get the travel size of all of my favorite products. I don't have to deal with the stupid little bottles and emptying things. Even I have to pay a premium and my hair products are in not cheap. <laughs> I have very, very curly hair. I will go through great lengths to get the travel size version of the thing that I use and love the most. And rather than just some other random, rather than some random okay. travel thing. That's like the dollar aisle at target, yeah. like the soap I normally use. I don't care if I'm going to waste the whole block when I get there and end up chucking it because I only want to use it. Like it's worth it to me to have those things readily available to me. Like my hairspray is more on the expensive side and the travel one is not that less expensive. Totally worth it to me to purchase it. <laughs> so like, I, I think don't skimp on those things because they also set the tone for your experience as you get ready to go on your adventures when you're traveling. That would be my sort of last final because yeah, it you then you still feel like you and your routine and instead yes. of just a the whatever hotel bathroom shampoo version of you yeah and I've stayed <laughs> in some nice hotels with some really great products but they're yeah. not the ones I'm used to so yeah okay awesome okay we'll tell everyone where they can find you and and if you can share anything about what you have coming up yeah so what we have coming up is called modern charm school so it's a monthly membership where we're going to start with the style stuff and talk about money, talk about living with gumption. This is you all travel. I'm imagining that's kind of right up your alley. And then we talk about legacy. So those are the four pillars. We're going to have weekly calls. We're going to have monthly shoppable style inspiration boards. So if any of you are like, I don't know where to begin with the style stuff. I don't even know where Ooh, to I shop. We got you. We got you. And then we're going to have quarterly deep dive workshops. And our first one is on September 24th. So if you're listening to this in the future, it probably already passed, but that's okay. And we're going to deep dive into fall style trends and how to transition from summer to fall. So it's going to be a good time. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to judithgatan.com forward slash modern charm school opening. And are you still going to have style masterclass? Yes. So style masterclass will still be our really small, intimate, private coaching where in eight weeks we take you through a complete style makeover process. And Lynn is going through the video course right now and mm -hmm. she just cleaned out her closet. She, so she told me before we started, so <laughs> I have a big bag of stuff from cleaning out my closet. That's going to donation. Some of it went in the trash, but uh, but it feels very good to just clean out that stuff that doesn't fit, that you don't really like anymore. It served its purpose. And, and now we're choosing something different. So yeah, and we got to get um, your London in the fall outfit. Apparently we had to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I highly, I haven't been through modern charm school because it's not open yet, but um, style masterclass, I definitely recommend if you just want to 
a makeover for your style, or you're just not even sure where to start, which was more, more of where I was, I think. So um, it's just a great, um, great way to get you there. So, um, and then on social media. Yeah. So you can find me at Judith Gatton, J-U-D-I-T-H-G-A-T-O-N. And you could also just visit my website to learn more about the podcast, the different programs I offer. There's a podcast too, as well. Yes. Yep. The podcast is Style Masterclass. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Judith. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Thanks everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode. If you're ready to fly your family free forever, I invite you to join my family's Fly Free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the US, Caribbean, and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk-free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel, or I give you your money back. You can get more information at familiesflyfree.com slash join.